everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm sleepy. I know. Another late night for us. I know. We had so much going on. I have to squeeze this in. That's right. But what we do for our fans, I our know. listeners, all, all six of you. <laughs> Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. Disney has introduced Plan Disney Pocket Guides. That's right. Plan Disney Pocket Guides are going to come out over the next few months uh, for each resort. And it's going to be a breakdown of the basics and showcase what makes each, what makes each resort special in an Instagram guide that you can save and reference for future planning. Uh, the first one just came up, and it features Disney's Art of Animation Resort. So you can check that out. Uh, the Instagram account is Plan Disney Panel, and uh, this is going to help you uh, just get a better look at the resorts. You know, if you're planning a trip what suits your family, what suits your needs, and uh, you can check out some of the magic. You'll also learn about transportation options as well as planned Disney trips. I like this throwback pocket guide. That's like the kind of thing that would be made of paper that would go in your pocket. Right. Like Not- Fromers would make it or yeah. something. Yeah. Not so much anymore. It's a digital pocket Disney Parks blog has a first look at the reimagined guest rooms at the Contemporary. Yeah, so uh, the Contemporary has been closed, well, the the main building has been closed the past couple months to guests uh, because they have been um, refurbishing the rooms, and Disney did offer a first peek at them. Um, All nine floors are currently being refurbished in the tower, and, uh, you know, we mentioned that they were going to have an Incredibles look, and they do. Uh, you get to sleep with Edna Mode and uh, Frozone on some pillows. Uh, you get the uh, Incredibles color uh, theme, color scheme throughout. You uh, get a look at uh, you know some of their devices, and, and they've got these little inserts in the drawers that make it look like it's the Incredibles stuff in there. It's cute. The, um, the article, when I started reading it, mentions that there's... Um they have touches from the Incredibles, and then it's themed like after the monorail. And like hearing that made me look at the room in a different way. It has that sort of um, like '60s modern, what's that, mid-century modern sort of look. Sure. Um, but it had these, it has these curved lines, and the windows, just the way it is, it does remind you of the same uh, sort of lines of the monorail. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's uh, it's nice. It's I think it's well done. It brings in some theming without being totally in your face, and it's still upscale. Right. My uh, my favorite is part of the new rooms is inside the closet um, on the back wall. It looks like all of the Incredibles costumes are hanging on the back wall. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty good. Uh, that, that's that's pretty interesting. Cute touches. Um, I'm not really sure. I guess those are curtains. I was going to say it looked like they had stickers on the windows. Uh, but those are actually curtains uh, that have the Invincibles uh, on them. Oh, you think it's on the curtain? Yeah, because when you see the window, the window is just, oh, there's nothing no, on right. the window. So yeah. uh, it, it's a nice upgrade. Yeah, check it out on the Disney Parks blog. It's worth a look. Yeah, and once the tower is completed, they will work over on the garden wing refurbishments. Okay. All right. Um, in California, at Disneyland, there are now meet and greets with some of the Peter Pan crew. That's right. Peter Pan, Wendy, and Captain Hook are now meeting guests in a socially distant manner over by uh, It's a Small World. Okay. There are some soft openings for attractions at Disneyland? That's right. There were one-day soft openings because a couple of these attractions are scheduled to open tomorrow. 
um, and well, today, June 25th, uh, and that is the Storyboat, Storybook Land Canals uh, reopened one day early. Actually, two days early. That's supposed to open on the 27th. Um, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, which was originally scheduled to open on Friday the 25th, opened on the 24th. And uh, the 20th Century Music Company, which is a shop on uh, Main Street that sells uh, pins and other sundry items. Music pins and sparkles is what their ad uh, <laughs> okay. says, uh, has reopened. Now, something that is not going to be reopening over in Toontown, uh, the Five and Dime and Gag Factory facades are being demolished. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's where they are putting um, the California version of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. So they have knocked down those uh, those two buildings. Got to do what you got to do in the name of progress. Exactly. Um, the e-ticket attraction that we had mentioned for the Marvel Avengers campus, there was some artwork hanging at the Hotel New York in Paris. That has been removed. Yeah, they took that down and have replaced it with um, just some posters from the uh, Avengers campus. So uh, just very generic. Um, Who knows what that means? Does that mean this e-ticket ride will not be coming? We don't know. I don't think that's what it means at all. I think that the artwork was put there without someone realizing that basically they were previewing something that they weren't ready to release. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it was taken down. Well, it's funny because this e-ticket attraction was first announced for Hong Kong Disneyland a number of years ago. And in fact, they actually closed their Autopia for this. Mm-hmm. So the track sits there. The ride was never built. The track does not have any cars on it. Um, and I guess for California Adventure, when they were talking about Avengers Campus, because there are going to be three campuses worldwide, Hong Kong, Paris, and California. Mm-hmm. And uh, putting this attraction in California, I guess, went on and off the table multiple times. And then all of a sudden at D23 in 2019, Bob Chapek made a surprise announcement that the ride was coming to California. Okay. So, you know, has it been canceled once again? We, we don't know. Who knows? If people weren't paying so much attention to the artwork, it wouldn't even be an issue. Exactly. Um, In Walt Disney World, great news. Casey's Corner looks to be gearing up for a reopening. Yeah, that's uh, that's big news. Um, Big news in this house, anyway. It is. If you've been to the Magic Kingdom during the pandemic uh, and you tried to go into Casey's, of course, all the doors were locked. But the dining area, which is uh, adjoins the uh, some of the stores. Um, you might have noticed that they had moved out all the chairs and tables and put in a couple of racks for clothing uh, and and store items there. Um, well, the good news is that all of that stuff has been removed um, and they have returned the chairs and tables into the dining area. The black drapes that were uh, around the store windows have been removed and uh, the menus look to have been updated. Yeah, that's very good news. It sounds like things are getting ready. That's right. That piano player better get his fingers limbered because right. uh, he's going to be tickling the ivories pretty soon. <laughs> Plexiglass has been removed from the Pirate's queue. That's the whole story. Okay. Uh, it, it really didn't fit the 16 or 700, <laughs> 1700s theming. No. But it kept us safe. It did. And now it's gone. Uh, some fast pass kiosks have been uncovered. What does that mean? Uh, it looks like some of the FastPass kiosks in Tomorrowland had their covers taken off, and they were operating. Um, but they, they were, were operating. Yeah, they were on. 
but they were not giving out fast passes. Oh, so they weren't really operating. Yeah, well, uh, if you tapped your Magic Band or Apple Watch to them, you did get a green light, meaning that a connection was made, but okay. just you couldn't actually book any fast passes. Okie dokie. Additional props have been added at the Jungle Cruise. That's right. At the Pygmy welcoming party scene, uh, more props have been added to what is now referred to as the Boats, Baits, and Bites scene. Um, and, you know, it, it's just some stuff they've added to the beach, a gone fishing sign because the shack is empty, um, a few other props, including additional fish and some netting, wooden boxes, additional supplies have been leaned up against the trees. Um, so, you know, just small little touches uh, have been added. Okie dokie. New framing has been installed at the building entry point for Tron Light Cycle Run. That's right. That is the re-entry tunnel to the grid, which is what the interior component of the ride is considered. And uh, this frame has been uh, has been added to the to the outside part of the building. That hole had been covered up uh, when they had stopped interior work. We know a month or two ago they removed that uh, cover and started you know, resuming their interior work, and, and now they're getting that uh, that exit framed out a little. Okay, good. Um, based on some permits that were filed, it looks like the Magic Kingdom's new nighttime show is going to be adding firework launch sites around the perimeter of the park. That's right. On Wednesday's show, we announced that, Dis- announced that Disney was bringing their new nighttime spectacular Disney Enchantment to the Magic Kingdom Park on October 1st. Um, and it looks like there have been additional f- uh, permits filed to create uh, additional launch sites around the Magic Kingdom theme park. Right now, there is one launch site. They're going to add three additional launch sites. Uh, The permit itself was 50 pages long. Wow. um, And it gives the location of all of the the, the pads. Now, the interesting thing is that each one of the pads uh, has a reinforced gravel access drive and a 16 by 16 concrete pad surrounded by chain link fencing with barbed wire. All right. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is you're storing fireworks there. You don't want people sneaking in there because, you know, fireworks are an explosive. So. Yeah, of course they're explosive, right? Right. Um, In the Magic Kingdom, made kiosks are now selling Apple Watch bands with Disney characters. That's right. Uh, Since, you know, Magic Bands are kind of passe uh, and you can now customize, well, not customize, but you can now put your park media, thanks to Disney Magic Mobile, on your Apple phone. Right. Apple Apple Watch. Watch. Um, They are now going to decide they can sell you some Disney Watch Bands. Uh, They are compatible with Apple Watch. And they contain a wide variety of characters from Minnie and Mickey, uh, Jack Skellington, Star Wars characters, um, some Pixar characters. And uh, you can get those at the Maid Kiosk in Tomorrowland outside of uh, the Space Mountain uh, exit. What's that, the power station? I don't know. Yeah, it's like the Tomorrowland power company or something like <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I could possibly be in the market for one of these bands. They're well, cute. Well, happy Mother's Day. That's a while to go. Yeah, I know, but I'm going to get one now. <laughs> I'm preparing. In Epcot, uh, the refurbishment for Spaceship Earth seems to be back on track. Yeah, back in 2019 at the D23 Expo, they announced that uh, Spaceship Earth would be undergoing a lengthy refurb that would take between two and two and a half years. Um, in early 2020, they gave a closure date. And then COVID happened, mm-hmm. and 
that kind of was questioned whether that would happen. Um, the parks reopened. Spaceship Earth uh, returned when Epcot reopened on uh, July 15th of 2020. And uh, recently, the uh, Epcot Preview Center had the refurbishment removed uh, as a component of the show. But now it looks like the refurbishment is back on. There is no date to when it will happen. However, um, it looks like once Remy's Ratatouille Adventure opens on October 1st, that will give them the green light to go ahead and close uh, Spaceship Earth. Now, did it get added back into the um, to the preview show? It has not. Hmm. Right. It has not. Right. Um, but this is going to be a lengthy overhaul. Um, it's not just uh, the show aspects of it, but this building now is almost 40 years old. So the building and ride system... Uh, as well as the st- building structure itself has some work that's long mm-hmm. overdue is what right. they're saying. So um, it will probably be closed for the 40th birthday of Epcot in 2022. Um, but, you know, it, it's been closed before. It, it was closed during the 25th anniversary of Epcot. <laughs> so um, if it's a, if it's maintenance that's needed, you know, close yeah. it and take all the time you need. You know, we'll, we'll come back. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that we got to ride it a couple more times in its um, old version before it gets overhauled. Right. Uh, all right. Zach Ridley has given people a better look at some pavement. Yeah, which if you've ever <laughs> seen any of my home videos, uh, for some reason I end up recording a lot of... Uh, pavement. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I put the camera down and don't realize it when I'm recording. Um, so you can either come come to my house and look at my home videos yeah. to see the pavement or you can go to Zach Ridley's Instagram page and take a look at the pavement for the new New World Celebration section uh, of Epcot. Um, he gets into uh, you know why they chose certain pavements and how um, the storytelling for cobblestones, brick, curbing, scored concrete, terrazzo flooring all come into play as show elements. This has got to be just the most boring feature that he's ever done. Yeah. I mean, definitely worse than ceiling tiles. Pretty much. I mean, even worse than the color palette for the creation, <laughs> Creations Shop. Um, Disney World president Jeff Vale hopefully had something more exciting to talk about than uh, pavement. He did. He posted on his Instagram account that we are now 100 days from the debut of Harmonious at Epcot. Uh, and he is excited um, uh, by what he has seen, and he's impressed, and he can't wait for everyone else to see it. Okie dokie. In resort news, Disney has confirmed the reimagining of the Wave Restaurant. That's right. We talked about the rooms getting refurbished, um, and now they have confirmed that the Wave of American Flavors in Disney's Contemporary Resort will also get a reimagined dining experience. Um, The restaurant is going to shut down in mid-July for a refurbishment. No timeline has been given as to when it will reopen, although it is expected to be reopened in time for the uh, resort's 50th anniversary on October 1st. Uh, And rumor has that we're getting the Incredibles Steakhouse. I don't care what they do with that restaurant. I'm not going to like it. Okay. You want to know why? Why? No windows. No windows. A completely interior restaurant. Mm Mm-hmm. Not for me. No? No. So you don't like La Cellier either? Um, it's dark. I really used to like the food there. Mm-hmm. But we haven't been in ages no. and ages and ages. And it's supposed to be a cellar. So, you know. Right. Kind of works with the theme. But, how, about, um, how about Blue Bayou out in California? 
That was all dark too. That was that was way too dark for me. That was yeah. I don't know. The weave just. I haven't been. We hadn't been recently. We went when they first opened, and the food wasn't great. Right. And there's no windows, and it just felt very Stuffy. unthemed. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. nothing really to it. So not really a fan of that restaurant. Maybe if I mean, I've heard the menu is much better now. So maybe if the theming's fantastic and the menu stays great, then maybe I'll like it. Okay. Who knows? Uh, Disney's Magical Express is no longer going to be mailing reservation collateral, either t- directly to the clients or to travel agents. Yeah. You know, things are winding down. They're going to stop Magical Express on December 31st. So now, hey, why why bother sending anything to the guests? Yeah. I mean, they're like, well, you're lucky we're transporting you. Right. So it used to be you got your confirmation paperwork from Magical Express. You got your magic bands in the mail. The magic bands came with your luggage tags, which were complimentary from American Tourister. You also got your uh, the card if you got a room package that gave you the the, the extras. Yep. And now Disney mails you nothing because magic yeah. bands are no longer free. The luggage tags you can ask for when you get to the resort, and they're not mailing any Magical Express stuff out. You know so. what I was kind of hoping was going to happen during COVID? I was really hoping that this give you less, charge you more uh, direction that Disney had been going in was going to uh, stop because they were going to lose so much money during COVID and people weren't going to come back right away and they were just going to have to give more. That's not not the case. It has not gone that way at all. You know, there's no free dining promotion this year. No? No. No, they're still, they're, they're now finding ways to give you even less. Less than less. Than less, exactly. Um, in cruising news, the Aqua Mouse is starting to take shape. That's right. The first module for the Aqua Mouse was uh, assembled and, and put on the deck of the Disney Wish. Uh, the Aqua Mouse is going to be the first attraction at sea uh, that will immerse families in the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse animated shorts. And um, it's going to have show scenes, lighting, and special effects, and splashtacular surprises Ooh. in its 760-foot uh, winding tubes of fun. It's going to be awesome. Yep. In entertainment news, Destination D23 is going to be held at the Contemporary in November. That's right. This event was postponed from last year because of the pandemic, but it has been announced that it will take place from November 19th to the 21st at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Okay. There are no uh, prices announced yet or details, but um, more more will come. Tickets are scheduled to go on sale to D23 Gold members this July. Ooh. That's us. Yeah. But we're not going. No. Harrison Ford was injured on the set of Indiana Jones 5. That's right. He uh, hurt himself while rehearsing a fight scene. Uh, they believe that they did not state the exact injury, but it is believed to be his shoulder. Um, they're going to shoot around him for a few weeks uh, while he recuperates. Now, uh, the funny thing is, when he filmed uh, Star Wars, um, episode uh, episode seven, uh, he had to uh, he hurt himself uh, with the Millennium Falcon door. He he hurt his foot, and they had to stop doing stuff. Now Harrison Ford is, I believe, seventy eight years old now. I know, poor guy. You know, wrap him in he, bubble wrap. Yeah, he needs to stop doing <laughs> movies because he just breaks something during every film he's in now. Well, maybe he doesn't need to do action movies. I guess as know? long as he doesn't break a hip, we're okay. Right. Um, the Little Mermaid live action set had 15 people test positive for the coronavirus Delta variety. That's right. They are currently filming on the island of Sardinia. 
and 15 people have tested positive for the Delta variant of COVID-19. The tests were confirmed positive, um, and uh, they've had to modify their shooting. Uh, It has not been stated whether any of the 15 were actors, um, or, you know, this could be staff or crew, um, but uh, 15, who knows? And there's probably a couple hundred people on the set, so, you know, what are you looking at, 10%, 5%? I mean, that's not great. No, it's not. Okay. Scarlett Johansson is going to be producing and starring in a movie about the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. That is right. It was just announced. Um, It's going to actually be the second time the Tower of Terror takes to the film. Wasn't there like a comedy one? Was that was uh, Eddie uh, Murphy or something? No, that was the Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. Um, But back in 1977, there was, I'm sorry, 1997. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? There was a TV movie that was... uh, uh, part of the wonderful world of Disney, starring Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. Hmm. Um, and it was uh, called The Tower of Terror. Okay. A trailer has been released for the new Turner and Hooch series on Disney+. Plus. That's right. This show is going to debut in July. And um, the new trailer is out. It stars, let's see, uh, Josh Peck, uh, who is on Drake and Josh. And he's going to play Scott Turner, a U.S. Marshal who inherits a large, unruly dog. Now, if the name Scott Turner sounds familiar to Turner and Hooch fans, Scott Turner was also the name of the detective in the 1989 Turner and Hooch Hooch movie. Um, And he was portrayed by who? I don't know. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. So um, this Scott Turner is the son of Detective Scott Turner. Okay. And the whole premise of the the, uh, uh, show is that um, Scott Jr. takes the pooch when uh, his father passes away. Oh. So there's no no word as to whether Tom Hanks will appear in Turner and Hooch at all. In flashbacks uh, or, you know, in any form. So we'll, we'll see what happens in July. Okay. There is a new trailer for uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Even though it's S-H-A-N-G, I learned that it is pronounced Shang. Okay. Yeah. I always thought it was Shang-Chi. All right. Well, the trailer's out there if you want to watch it. That's right. Uh, The new trailer is out, posted on our page. And unlike uh, recent Disney Marvel releases, um, and I'm talking about Black Widow because that's coming out July 9th, and we know it's debuting simultaneously on Disney Premier Access, uh, Shang-Chi will not debut simultaneously on Disney Plus Premier Access, it will have a 45-day exclusive theatrical release window before it debuts on streaming services. Good. Good, good. Moving in the right direction with uh, movie theaters. Disney is going to put some fancy electric billboard on iDrive. That's right. It is uh, considered to be a dynamic art display. Okay. And it um, it is the Hollywood Plaza Garage on International Drive. It's along I-4. And they're going to put this gigantic ribbon, uh, digital ribbon, around the building. It will be uh, seen from the entire northwest and south facades of the building, as well as I-4. Essentially, it's a moving billboard. And it's very reminiscent of the billboard that ABC has in Times Square. Right. So it is very much like that. Um, But, you know, that gets very close to, you know, iDrive is kind of the home to... uh, at the other end of iDrive is, is Universal. Yeah. So it kind of encroaches on Universal territory, and that's you know not far from where the new Universal Epic uh, Universe Park is going. Um, so it just gets a little bit of Disney presence down there. Good for them. Uh, speaking of Universal, we have some Universal news. 
Um, some mesh has been added to the safety cage on the VelociCoaster. That's right. The cage was not enough. Um, the mesh has been added to the top of the cage. Well, you did say that, right? You were like, this cage isn't really going to work. Right. Uh, the holes on the cage were big, but now this mesh roof uh, has very small holes. So and the ice will, can't get through. And it will, ca- well, yeah. <laughs> and it will, ca- it will capture things like flip-flops. And ice. And ice. Auditions are underway for Grinch performers. Uh, Grinchmas performers. Oh, I'm sorry. So even though it is July, uh, they usually have uh, part of their celebration at Christmas time is uh, Grinchmas. And uh, they're currently looking for musical theater performers and actors to bring the world of Whoville to life, um, as well as perform as uh, the infamous Grinch. Um, if you uh, are qualified, um, you have you can send a headshot, resume, a full-length photo and athletic wear, a video link singing 16 bars of a holiday song, a video link of a one-minute comedic character-driven monologue. Uh, and that's for musical performers. For actors, you have to be between 5'10 and 6'2 in height and of medium to slender build. Okay. Because they, they need a Grinch? That is the Grinch. Uh, you have to have a one-minute monologue portraying the character of the Grinch. Okie dokie. In SeaWorld news, SeaWorld is offering a hiring bonus to restaurant workers. That's right. They are looking to add about 600 restaurant workers to their ranks and uh, for their food and beverage departments across the Orlando parks. They are looking for food and beverage service ambassadors as well as prep and line cooks. And if you are hired, you can uh, you might be eligible for a $1,000 hiring bonus. The starting wage is $14.75 per hour. Um, starting pay will be moving up to $15 an hour. And if you're interested, you can go to universalorlandojobs.com. Okie dokie. And then our last story is also a SeaWorld story. Um, Electric Ocean is being announced. That's going to be SeaWorld's summer event. That's right. They brought this out for again for this summer. Um, it includes everything from singing Sesame Street characters to rescue animals, blacklight dance parties, and their Ignite fireworks show. Ignite is now running nightly through August 8th, and then it will go into a select nights mode through September 6th, uh, which is pretty much Friday through Sunday, uh, plus Labor Day. Um, so there's a little bit of everything in that uh uh, that Ignite show, it's got fireworks, it has uh, lasers, fiery effects, a ballad, and fireworks. It's a 10-minute presentation, um, and uh, you can watch that in the parks. So uh, let's see. They've also got uh, two dance, dance-oriented dance areas for Electric Ocean. The first one is Electric Current, which is on the waterfront area, followed by Club Seaglow at Bayside Stadium. Each of these events feature DJs and dancing performers in dayglow-looking stretchy costuming with an undersea oh, influence. Boy. That's right. And, as the article says, thunka, thunka, thunka music. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need a little thunka, thunka. Um, they also have Rescue Tales which is a presentation about the care of wounded animals in their seaport theater. And then last but not least, Sesame Street. Uh, you can see Elmo Rock's stage show in the Nautilus Theater. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. All right. Yeah. Any closing words for the weekend? No, I need to go to sleep. All right. Well, Cheryl's halfway asleep right now. Mm-hmm. And until, uh, until Monday, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.